And we're live. Can we call this like a new season? <laughs> what, what season would this be? Season four, three, five? Ah, oh, good question. Yeah, it feels enough time has passed to like this. Something is different, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anything, we kind of forgot that we did this show. <laughs> it's like I don't know about you, but I did a little bit, and maybe you, the listener, also forgot that you listened to this show. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, the podcast with the green cover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's back yeah i don't know if you can hear a baby crying uh in the background right now i can't you can't no i can't okay well i i certainly can <laughs> but uh it's been uh, pretty oh. challenging to find um to make this work like find a time that we can record uh i don't even think about editing but uh you know it's it's been uh i guess it's like the the reason why we took such a break uh, my my partner went back to work from maternity leave and all of a sudden, like, oh, <laughs> this is a whole different game. And uh, our previous uh, recording schedule wouldn't yeah, work no. anymore. So we had to do some adjustments. And so the adjustments are like, you know what? Only on the weekends. So this is maybe it's too much inside baseball. We're entering a new phase, okay? We're going to be recording <laughs> whenever we can. <laughs> so we're, Pretty much. We're not making any promises here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you should treat each show as... A special gift from above. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. All of the episodes now is just, we're going to pin the title like bonus episode. Right. Like, all of them are bonus. <laughs> They're all kind of a miracle that they do happen. So just be thankful. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, I am thankful that I, can, I get to talk to you. So how has it been? I mean, like you're both back at work uh-huh. with a baby at home. I assume that must be pretty challenging right like how's that been for you it is pretty challenging so we're on like i i hope that this is a temporary measure it's not like long-term solution or plan we are on uh, several waiting lists on several daycares here Mm, i see but until we get a spot uh what's happening is that uh devs works six hours a day so i am like baby duty six hours a day i work eight hours a day so eight plus six uh we need like another hour to just eat or something and then i have like six hours of sleep oh my god like like there's no room in the in the calendar for like self-care time or like exercise like there's just right. it won't fit in the schedule and we were <laughs> it was a slow slow realization like oh my god this is not gonna work <laughs> but uh we're making you work kinda but yeah we're missing that like at least one hour to record layout wouldn't fit yeah so Hence the weekend. And let's be honest, like, it shouldn't be your priority right now. Right. <laughs> like, that's okay. Yeah, it, it isn't, wasn't, but still important enough that I wanted to, we both wanted to find a way. Yes. Wait, something's beeping. Yeah, I'm hearing that. That's another thing of recording in the daytime. Like, <laughs> the dishwasher is gone, uh, babies are crying, uh, I had to turn off the fan, it's, it's... Oh, no. I'm boiling here. Oh, really? <laughs> Whole different show. Damn. Anyway... But we're back. We're we're entering fall season here, so temperatures are cool again. <laughs> uh, I honestly can't wait. This summer was kind of shitty. Um, yeah, I'm done with this. It was shitty because it was too hot? No, shitty was like unpredictable. It rained every, every once in a mm. while, but it wasn't. It never cooled down. So it was just like that, that gross, you know, sweaty weather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's still going. Uh, we had a great summer here, I thought. Like... Very little rain and very warm. Uh, that's pretty good. Pretty nice. And given that we're a city that is that is built for <laughs> like temperatures mm-hmm. for the the modern world, we have AC. We have heating when it's cold. Like we're just <laughs> like we're ready to handle whatever. Oh, you're throwing shade. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> we're ready to handle whatever <laughs> life throws at us. Uh, and yeah, these past couple of years, uh, thanks to climate change, uh, we've been having great summers. <laughs> so, thanks, climate change. Got, gotta take the good with the bad. <laughs> it's like, upside, we're destroying the planet. Uh, uh, downside, we're destroying the planet. Upside. <laughs> Have nice summers. So. Yeah. I saw, was it, I think Seth Meyers or whatever, one of those comedians. Um, like that, a, a more apt name for global warming would be like, weather weirdly or like weirding weird weather something yeah it's like it's not so much that it warms up it's just like it's weird yeah weather that's so yeah <laughs> weird weather yeah i mean because that's always the thing like i don't know if that happens in amsterdam but here 
like some person, right? Like in, in the middle of winter, will be like, "Where the hell is this climate change? It's cold right now, <laughs> <laughs> and it's freezing right now." Yeah, uh, and it's like. Yeah, but we're talking about like catastrophic like climate change is like a one degree, one or two degree difference, right? Like we're not talking like a thirty different thirty degree difference, uh, but the weather is gonna get like really out of whack. So you're gonna get like really cold moments, really hot ones, like weird storms, and so yeah, it's it's a thing. It's real. <laughs> it's real, everyone. FYI. Yeah, just for the like the one listener that was still like wondering if is this a, a thing. Yeah, it's real. Uh, all right, let's let's cap this to let's let's try to like do an hour, right? I think that's that would be good. Yeah, we that would be you good. and I were talking and we were like, oh, like there's actually a lot for us to talk about. It's been a while, <laughs> um, so I was like, all right, strap in for a three hour show. Uh, and then you're like, no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> so uh, what we said is it should be a long forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah uh like i said uh it, it's a four hour show in spirit right like we have four hours of content but uh, right so what we're actually doing is we're gonna talk at double the speed uh, <laughs> yeah. so, i can't even make an impression hey kevin how's it going <laughs> i was like i can't even hey new iphones huh uh, <laughs> i have one yeah i mean a lot has happened since we recorded since we last recorded i shipped two side projects in between i can't believe it and we don't have time to talk about them by the way i feel like this negates everything that we just talked about <laughs> we don't have time <laughs> no here's the, here's the thing all of those projects i shipped before ah, uh, devs, uh went back to work so and see for my side of this i haven't shipped anything <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but you've been traveling you had like for anyone who follows me on instagram like beautiful trip trips plural like it feels like but anyway so well so i went to vancouver for a week with my partner uh we had never been to vancouver well he had been there like in the airport but uh <laughs> that doesn't count um and yeah so because this year we're like okay what are we doing for travel and any sort of like international travels is like just a little bit more complicated now with covid and everything and we're like you know we've never really done a lot of things in Canada. Like I always think whenever I'm planning like vacations and stuff like that, it's like, Oh, if I'm going to go somewhere, like might as well go far, right? <laughs> like, I'm not going to go. Like it just feels weird to like travel within Canada. Yeah. Um, but Canada's huge. Yeah. Really, there's, I assume there's a lot. Yeah. Although I would say there's, I don't know. I, actually, never mind. I'm redacting myself. <laughs> I don't want to get that. <laughs> The comments from people everywhere in Canada, but I would say, like generally speaking, I feel like there's maybe less variation within Canada. Sure, don't get me wrong. Sure, like there still are like differences between different provinces, but like the range is maybe a little bit smaller. Um, sure, that changes maybe if you include like things that are like way up north. Uh, but that's personally just not not my idea of a fun vacation so but uh, yeah i think that's the thing that i think people who live in uh like massive countries like canada like the u.s you forget that uh, that's still um incredibly rare that in your own country or in a single country right you have different coasts that are like in different oceans <laughs> like that's right that's massive we don't have different coasts. but you have the entirety of europe <laughs> you can travel well i mean sure technically you guys yeah. are like basically one country right <laughs> uh, sure well i mean no uh getting people from all around the world to hate me <laughs> you're welcome everyone it's all the same right uh no but well because i would say like here the perception is like aren't you guys lucky that you can easily travel between countries like do like a weekend trip to a different country which is like not really possible here that's true so i think it's just different ways of looking at that's it. true um so yeah we went to vancouver vancouver was amazing it was a ton of fun uh we met up with uh our friends friend of the show i guess uh, uh owen and femke uh it was so great to see them yeah. and like overlap with them uh, at the same time so yeah it was just like really fun and we got a lot um of things that we wanted to do for a long time like we did some uh sea do which was really cool and was that it's like a motorcycle on the water. <laughs> oh, nice. So it's like jet ski, I guess. Is, 
Um, that and just like did a lot of like hiking and the mountains were amazing with the views were just like absolutely incredible. Um, so yeah, Vancouver, thumbs up. Uh, it's pretty nice. Uh, and then right after that, so I came back. And uh, so like this is a thing that we're like starting to try with work with, you know, COVID is not over, but like people are vaccinated. There's like starting a little safer for people. So for those who feel comfortable, we are starting to do like these little like, you know, meet up in person in a specific location kind of thing for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And, you know, being very safe, like everyone does the like COVID tests, like no matter what, and like wear masks and distancing and everything, but still like gives you a chance to kind of like get to meet coworkers that you've worked with. Like in my case, I've worked with them for over six months and I have never met them in person. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like that's probably not, very new to you but certainly like for me it's like been an experience um so then i was like yeah like we're going and we're spending like a few days in toronto so basically back to back i went i went from doing no travels for forever because of covid and then going to vancouver and then immediately going to toronto now granted it's not very far or very exotic travel, and I've been to Toronto a million times, but no, still. Uh, it was really fun, and it was yeah. so special to get to whiteboard something with real people <laughs> in real life. That was amazing. Like it just it reminded me of how great like collaboration can be, and just how clunky still like some remote collaboration is um on the other hand though i would say like even though i was like oh my god like this is so awesome like this is the best um i do see this as being like a potentially like a good middle ground with the remote working Mm -hmm. that it's like hey like we actually got a lot of interpersonal time where we could like get to meet people and like we can if we have big things that big topics that we need to discuss and brainstorm together we have this option of getting together for these uh and i think that makes the rest of the time working remotely from home a lot easier because now i know about like people's lives and it's easier to like you know spark conversations uh and there there's a lot of things that are kind of easier to do remotely so let's do the things that are easier to do remotely remotely and do the things that are easier to do in person in person so i kind of like that approach that's like a little injection of morale like a morale booster oh 100 percent, yeah and, and that will keep you going for like probably months right yeah that thing that, that sounds that sounds great um i was supposed to have uh to go to the soft site in berlin with my team but mm-hmm babies and stuff and like just say hey, right know, couldn't make it work but uh but i think yeah we're gonna do an offside here in amsterdam in a couple of weeks time for like not company-wide but like a couple of us like a team or something okay i see uh yeah it's gonna be cool nice yeah all right so that's it for me the last past couple of weeks you're busy so how about you why don't you tell us about the things that you launched okay while the show was away Okay, I don't want to spend too much time on it because you know, for me, like this is old news by now. I shipped the iOS version of Booby Track, and we kept we, we talked about it a little bit with like the syncing stuff that we. But uh, that that is out, and just a weird bug, by the way, that uh, like an App Store bug that I've reported, but it's crazy that this is the case. If you have an Apple Watch only app on the store, and let's say it's a paid app, uh, people that imagine some people bought that app, right? Mm-hmm. Hypothetical scenario here. <laughs> right. I did. Some people bought an a paid Apple Watch only app. Mm-hmm. If you uh, submit an update to that app that includes now, let's say, an iOS counterpart, right? So it's, it stops being an Apple Watch only app. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some weird caching going on with the App Store in where it still treats it as an Apple Watch only app. So in that case, people who had bought BoobyTrack before... When I launched the update, they would go to the App Store and they couldn't download it on the phone because on the App Store page, instead of having the little cloud, like download cloud mm-hmm. icon button, it would say purchased. There's no, would be no way of downloading it again. So you just have to wait around two weeks. Two weeks? <laughs> for some weird caching to refresh. Yes, two <laughs> weeks. Crazy, crazy pants. I don't, whatever. So would you say the secret is like to, you know, secretly ship the update, not tell anyone? <laughs> maybe (laughs) two weeks later surprise (laughs) that or to be honest my advice right now having done this twice is don't ship apple watch only apps Mm. 
right? It's not worth it. It's, it's very weird. Discoverability is zero. I think we talked about it again. Like, because no one uses the watch, uh, the watch Apple Store, uh, App Store app, right? Like on the watch, no one uses that. And if you search for stuff on your iPhone, it's really hard to surface those like Apple Watch only apps in search or even like, of course, like any kind of featured or some of those App Store collections. Um, so. I'm about to do something similar with Thwip. I just want to like create an iOS thing. I mean, by about is when I, whatever I find time. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, I ship that. I'm happy that it's out. I think it makes the product slightly more compelling and better. Yeah. Uh, and I love a lot of the sort of interactions and new screens that you've added with the video. And I don't know. I just think it looks really great. And thanks. It feels like very you like there's something that feels like very custom to it um so it's, it's really nice thanks uh speaking of feels very you i think the other side project i shipped was just a silly thing of i've updated classic mac os 10 wallpapers and i've like a collection all the space themed ones and i made a little like that whole thing was like a weekend i just retouched the image upscaled on 6k p3 all that jazz did some manual tweaking it's not a perfect job but it's like a weekend job <laughs> <laughs> and i uh, made a little website to to promote that and that that was fun that was a fun little thing that lasted a weekend um got a nine to five mac which is always fun for me and and it was like a little fun little thing that was it was like the easiest lowest effort <laughs> mini side project that i could ship <laughs> right but still i got some like energy back from it so that felt good yeah uh, os 10 dot photo and if you're looking for a new wallpaper and you're feeling nostalgic. It's a, it's a great resource. Yeah, I've been rocking those. Like, the Snow Leopard is my favorite. Mm. So I have it also on, on iPhone and iPad. It's I nice. Know, if you're a nerd, you know, or, or if you have some kind of nostalgia for those uh, OS ten releases. Yeah. when it's, I s- It's OS photo. When I saw that you released this, I was like, ah, yeah, these wallpapers were so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I, in a way that I feel like very few new wallpapers have hit that mark. Yeah, I, actually, I'm, I'm a big fan of these, the, the Big Sur and the Monterey ones, these more like abstract waves, color, bright color things. Um, I prefer that vastly over. Yeah, those would be the ones that co- that come to mind, by the way, as like the closest to that. Yeah. But I, I think like the, the ones that were the pictures of like the mountains. Yeah. And think of the one Maverick, Mavericks was a wave, right? Right, just a big green blue wave. Like something like that. Like I just don't think that those are iconic in the same way. Uh, no, true. Uh, agreed. And, uh, you know, like uh, Leopard uh, was my first OS ten version. So there's definitely like a sense of like nostalgia to that. And Snow Leopard as well. And the whole, I think the whole space theme, I don't know. I think space works really well as a, <laughs> as a wallpaper. Uh, it's... <laughs> There's enough detail, that, but it's not too distracting. Like there's the stars and stuff. It's probably like some right. some weird non like not natural colors. You got purples and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't see a lot of nature. So it feels like weird and cool <laughs> while it's still a photo, right? So it's still in that category. Um, well, technically, actually, the, the the lion lion one. I didn't remember it that way, but it's such a weird. It's like it's like a painting. It's not an actual photo. It's like a weird thing. Anyway uh yeah check it out free of course just i don't own any of this <laughs> material um os 10 photo and 10 is an x so which one are you saying is a painting lion really i mean it looks like it it looks like a watercolor thing yeah i don't know i don't know if there's actually like a a real picture underneath it <laughs> the all of these are probably heavily like retouched and modified anyways but. oh 100 percent. actually a lot of these you can find the original like i don't know it's, it's from nasa or something hmm. uh, you can find the like the andromeda galaxy thing the the one they use in mountain lion you can find the original the real pictures and you can see if you compare like yeah heavily retouched nice very cool very cool cool anyway uh let's talk about uh let's talk about there was an apple event <laughs> oh yeah uh ios 15 came out and stuff do we want to talk about that how did you feel about the event so this was a weird time for me because I was actually in Toronto and I was having, basically having a meeting at the same time. But we, oh, I managed to convince people to like put it in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you could do that. You could have meetings <laughs> during an Apple event. What? Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you could do that. 
Um, and then it was, it was this sort of thing. I mean, I love my coworkers, all of them. But what? Also, you know, like people who would make like random comments like, during the during the Apple event that I'm just like the oh, people who talk in, in the movie theater. It's like who cares about aperture numbers? Like, oh, and I'm just like, wait, I'm trying to listen. to while also listen, listening to the rest of this video. Wait, I missed the aperture numbers. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. All right. So to answer your question, how I felt about the event, there's a two different takes. One about the event itself, one about the announcements. The event itself, I was... It's weird. I think, you know, because of my life, personal life is so chaotic right now, I definitely felt like I don't care as much as maybe I would <laughs> before. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or maybe not care, but like I don't have as much energy to put into this maybe would have a year ago or something but i was still excited of course of course i cleared my schedule as much as i could um totally took time off work and but about the event itself like i felt like it was the first time uh, during all these covid apple events uh like non-live events it was the first time that i felt like eh, i'm getting tired of this you know like, <laughs> like like the i think the novelty and the thing wore off a little bit maybe it was the whole california theme right i can understand why they did it but I don't know. I was like, yeah, pff, like this is just filler stuff. All the impressive shots, like cinematography and stuff, like impressive as always. But I felt like, yeah, I'm a bit tired of this, uh, of this format, maybe. Yeah, for me, it's not so much the format, but kind of the pacing of them. Because it's like, let's start with the like. I don't know how old this iPad is. <laughs> At this point, but like ancient iPad that we're like updating the the guts of that nobody cares. I can guarantee you the people who buy this iPad don't even care. <laughs> like, they really don't care about any of this. Like the the people who will come in and buy this have no idea that Apple even has events. <laughs> like I would say, like it's just not nobody cares like this should be a press release why is this part of the iphone event Mm -hmm. like it's just that was my feeling it's just like oh my god like are they gonna go through this forever all the apple tv like recaps and announcements i don't care (laughs) i just release the seasons whenever they're ready i do not care and then the ipad mini fine Whatever, again, I think could have been a press release, really. Like, it's basically the iPad Air, right? With, like, all the same things in an iPad mini form. There you go. That's it. Like, it's just, like, do we have to go through all of this to finally get to Apple Watch and iPhone? Where I think, like, okay, like, that was somewhat interesting. I think you can argue that they're, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, I saw some people argue that they're, like, very small updates yeah but i can also make the counterpoint of like hey actually there are pretty significant updates because like for example when you think about it the previous uh apple watch basically only brought like a sensor that i mean like i'm sure like someone will come up with like has saved a life or whatever but like in personal (laughs) like i mean my partner has that that watch like we just never do anything with it or never use it like it doesn't really meaningfully change right. your usage of the watch <laughs> it's great that it's there sure it might have saved a life or whatever <laughs> no but i'm saying like it's i mean and but i'm not even sure right like right it, it's just like it was very ambiguous like what is this for it doesn't affect most users day to day yeah like it, it's a maybe you know I, I don't know it's hard to talk about these right of course because like i'm not saying that these things shouldn't exist but I, i'm just saying like if i had upgraded my watch to this model right. i like virtually would have seen no difference <laughs> in my actual experience right. over the span of a year whereas now i mean the screen is a little bit bigger not a lot bigger but i feel like i would notice that like all day, every day, whenever I'm using my watch. Right. And, may, and again, maybe it's a small difference. It's not a big one, but it's one that I can see with my eyes. Right. So, like, okay. Yeah. Glad, glad that you talk, we can talk about announcements. Yeah. Cause I, I think I'm, I was one of those people who coming out of the event felt like, uh, pretty underwhelmed. And I mean, spoilers, I didn't order anything like announced at this event. But then, you know, listening to, to all the podcasts and all the takes and uh, whatever. Like, it makes sense. What are you saying makes sense. And in the Apple Watch especially, 
feels like it's in a weird cycle in where you have one year you do like performance and sensors and then the following year you do more cosmetic like the outer casing so either the screen right so if you go back three years ago we did it's the same chip but now it has always on display which i think does like change how you use it maybe yeah and then the following year was a new chip and like you said the the blood oxygen sensor and now this is the same ship right no new sensors but a slightly revisited you know the display or something which i'm from the keynote from the in like the marketing shots it's definitely better like cool you know smaller bezels and all um but it's not it doesn't feel like as big of a jump let's say when we went from the that original yeah. display to the to the rounded corner one and also we got two new watch pieces <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty underwhelming yeah. or maybe three i think it's three uh we got a bunch of that are not uh exclusive to the watch right because i like i got this um this uh, nike like it's like a blob like liquidy huh interesting face, which is quite interesting yeah i don't have the nike models so i don't think i have these oh right yeah forget it yeah but yeah but like i got it from the watch os nice update anyway uh yeah watch so yeah i mean like i don't think it's a uh, let me just put it this way i don't think this is a smaller upgrade than in previous years Mm -hmm. like i i think it's right in line like it's not it's not a massive upgrade but it's not a smaller upgrade than the past couple of years um what do you think is most people's upgrade cycle on a watch oh my gosh it's at least three years if not more yeah 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 and i've had mine i think for the past three years like my current one so i would even say most people they probably only upgrade when they break yeah. or something because with the iphone there's like that fomo like you see your friend with a fancy new iphone that can do things and like oh i want a new iphone the watch i never felt you know just purely if i ignore all my nerd friends that do watch apple keynotes <laughs> i never had any like my mom or something saying like hey what what does the new watch do like right i haven't seen any interest <laughs> in that so yeah i have to assume it's longer upgrade cycles yeah which then 100 these very incremental small updates they make up for a pretty substantial uh, update if you think three or four years ahead yeah and like so for me i have the series four right now and i actually don't even know which number we're at is it seven eight i think we're on seven okay watch os eight but series seven uh that's why i keep getting those confused yeah. uh i'm gonna upgrade um because i feel like i have three years worth of of upgrades to the watch and i'm just like oh, yeah. want to get to the modern world if i had the previous years apple watch then like maybe not right like maybe it's not worth it yeah. so and and i think that's it's totally cool to like skip years and that's fine like you don't have to buy it every year so i th- i think the biggest challenge for this watch is the rumors right because i think everyone was expecting like john prosser's flat edge uh, apple watch to come out and i think that's that really warped kind of our expectations where people were expecting that much and like kind of got ready for that and then when what we got was actually different then people were disappointed which would only affect really like the pundits and the totally people who would even be aware of such rumors yeah exactly uh um yeah and then moving on to the phone i mean i think there are two probably like we got used to like a bunch of rumors where it was like okay because before the event i was thinking in my mind it was like smaller notch there was this rumor that the new face id sensor they had been doing some testing with masks and foggy glasses so it's like i was thinking like okay mm. then it's gonna work with a mask which is awesome there's a new matte black finish which would be really cool and i'd be like super into for the phone oh is that part of the rumors yeah there was a few rumors that said that uh promotion display with always on display which i thought oh like ui wise that'll be really cool and definitely like something that i'm into some rumors around like better cooling and stronger magnets for mic safe and that kind of stuff so i was like oh okay like maybe this phone will actually charge faster with MagSafe or something like that. And it seems like we got the... Oh, and also, like, I think cameras. There were a lot of rumors around cameras. 
So it seems like we got cameras. We got like a third of that. Yeah, we got cameras. We got the smaller notch. We got the promotion display, but no always on display or any of that. And then the battery is bigger, but it doesn't really charge faster or anything. And I don't know if the magnet is any stronger or weaker. I have no idea. (laughs) With the smaller notch thing, like you that now have a phone, is that an actual feature or is it like barely noticeable in practice? I was so okay. So this is the thing. Before I got it, I would have been like, "Yes, like any reduction in the notch is nice. Like none of us like having the notch." And it's the first reduction since the first notch with I with iPhone ten, right? And it's a sort of thing too where it's you're constantly looking at the screen, right? So it's like right in your face. And I remember previously, like any changes to the screen, like you pick up an old phone and you're like. This is old. Right. <laughs> this feels old immediately. I would say... Like with rounded corners. And yeah. Stuff. I would say the smaller notch. I mean, I applaud them to do that because it's like, hey, we need to go in the direction of making the notch smaller and smaller, right? Like we need to be making progress here. But there's something about... It, it's sort of like the notch is kind of like a banner ad <laughs> where my brain automatically erases it from everything like i just i have this Mm -hmm. automatic i'm not really looking at the notch directly and i in my usage of the phone i kind of blank it out and so i actually don't think it makes a significant difference that's what i thought yeah and i could go back like i've been playing like getting out my older phone and yeah like it doesn't feel weird that the notch is slightly bigger i think the main difference is the you know the battery wi-fi and yeah. you know 5g lte icons are a little bit more spaced out in in the new phone and it just it gives it a little bit more breathing room but honestly that alone is really not worth the upgrade like it's it's not something that you'll meaningfully notice and i think i would argue that probably most people wouldn't even notice like <laughs> there's a bunch of people probably who get this phone and i have no idea that the notch is any smaller mm-hmm. Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's what I thought. But I actually, oh my God, I did see one in person yesterday. I was on my way to, to a convenience store. And anyway, I saw them, like, you know, one of those like unofficial Apple stores. Yeah. They still have the product. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, let me, uh, they have them phones. Cool. Let me check it out. And I did, but like I have Finn, like I was wearing. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> I had like two minutes and I forgot to like look for the notch or like notice it yeah. at all. So I guess not that. Which color did you get? I mean, and was it space gray? <laughs> Which space gray color did you get? Right, exactly. Yeah, there you go. They're exactly the same, right? Basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, except, like, you can see one has a camera module that is <laughs> super big and the other one's really small. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this phone, to be to be honest, looks almost identical to my old phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, which phone do you have before? The 11 Pro. So I skipped last year. Okay, so it was still, like, slightly smaller, right? Uh, slightly, yeah. Only very slightly. Right. You you did get... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it still feels like an upgrade, right? Like, I'm I'm glad to get the squared off edges. I think the best thing about the squared off edges for me is, like, the flat glass. Hmm. I think just looks so good compared to, like, the rounded one. Uh, there's just something that feels very premium about it. This phone is heavier and thicker than my old phone. Um, so it's kind of like using a brick yeah. <laughs> in some aspects, but I will take it if that means more battery life. <laughs> like the battery has been great. I mean, I've used it for a day really like on the battery. So, um, but, uh, yeah, battery life has been great. The cameras are amazing. Like there's been a huge difference for me compared to my old phone. I was like taking a few kind of side by side pictures, especially at night. Mm. Wow, that makes a huge difference. The three X camera zooms in surprisingly far because <laughs> you're not really used to that, but it's a good zoom. So yeah, it's nice. I mean, and also for me, I'm getting two years worth of upgrades. Yeah, yeah. right. So I'm also <laughs> discovering the MagSafe definitely worth it world. Oh yeah, did you get any any cool accessories or no? I got so many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, which ones did you get? So I got the uh, MagSafe charger puck thing. Mm-hmm. I figured I gotta have that at least. 
which honestly I think is the one that I'm the least <laughs> pleased about. Okay. It's like, it's fine, but I need to, I want to have something that I can use on my desk. And this kind of feels a little flimsy to just have on my desk. So maybe, I don't know, I've seen online like there are some some sort of like things you can mount it into. So maybe I can try something like that. Just curious, what what kind of thing do you have, are you looking for on your desk? Is it just to charge or is it like some kind of, I don't know, little stand or mount? Mostly just to charge. I don't really care about having a mount, although I know that there are some that are kind of like your phone is mounted and stuff. And like I could get that, yeah. but I'm just, I'm not looking for it to be propped up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like if if the best thing I can get ends up being like a propped up thing, fine. Yeah, like I, I don't need it to be. Because I found it been doing more and more mobile work and, and i have figma mirror running mm, i see a lot right and like having it propped up i've been using like a i have a tiny little gorilla pod thing that i just prop up the phone in that on my desk um so that's easier instead of always picking up your phone and right you know, putting it down yeah yeah, yeah. Mirror stuff so i could see like something like that with magsafe might be cool you know imagine like a micro-sized stand you know like the pro display stand uh, with the MagSafe puck at the top, that would be ooh, that'd be cool, right? And then the the Pro XDR stand already has like the round, <laughs> like magnetic con- connector, right? <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> true. Yeah, so maybe it already works. Who knows? That'd be cool. And only eight hundred dollars, you know. <laughs> Buffa, I think you need to test this for science. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like all these cursed images where people plug like uh, an apple pencil into the mouse or whatever uh-huh. <laughs> have your phone propped up on the pro display xdr stand so i have this it's fine what i would say is that i've noticed is wow like that charges so much faster than a normal chi charger like it's not even close uh and so that's really amazing like it feels like i can put this on the charger for not very long and the battery will go up very quickly so that's really great then i got so i was trying to find like a three-in-one charger for my bedside table because that's the most important part so what's the three it's an apple watch phone and airpods yeah exactly and I used to have this thing called Air Unleashed. It's called Air Unleashed. And it was basically... Yeah, I think I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, it was this um, air power kind of knockoff. <laughs> basically take exactly the same idea, but actually ship it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was amazing. Like it, the, the one thing it didn't have from the air power is you couldn't put your any device anywhere it would be like okay there's sort of a a spot for the phone there's like the little watch one had like a little like divot where you like place the watch like directly in there right and then there would be like the other space which is just like another chi charger but they're all connected there's no markings or borders or anything like that it would be this like perfect like white pill shaped um looked amazing wasn't super reliable when I had it at first. So I actually like didn't recommend this to anyone uh, for a while because the, the Apple Watch charging would just sometimes not work. And somehow throughout the life of this product, I don't know if it's a software update on one of these devices or just something shook out and it just started working. But for the last little while that I've, I've had it, had no issues whatsoever with it. It's just like worked absolutely great and really fulfilled its promise. The it's the equivalent of like hitting the top of your TV to fix it or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what happened. Just like, just like hit it until it works. I promise, uh, no <laughs> air unleashed were harms armed in the making of this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's been really great. And I've been really enjoying that. And now, obviously, I'm like, okay, I'm getting the MagSafe phone. I'm not just gonna keep using Qi charging. Like I, I gotta get so, <laughs> I gotta get some MagSafe. Like my partner, uh, was like, "Why don't you just use the old one? Like it's fine. Like you don't need the fast charging and blah blah blah." And I'm just like, "No, <laughs> I want to use the new stuff." And so I ordered the one that I thought was 
the most visually appealing charger that I could find, which is not saying much because there's maybe three options. Um, uh-huh. So I got the Belkin. I'm actually forgetting of the, the exact name. Like, it's a super long name. But if you search, like, Belkin 3-in-1 uh, MagSafe, it's sort of the one where the, the phone is floating in the air, like, in the watch. Okay. Um, so it kind of looks like a tree, to be honest. <laughs> uh it's fine yeah i think i i remember seeing these yeah i so what i don't like is it's very much screaming look at me (laughs) i'm a charger like it wants to it wants all the attention (laughs) on your bedside table and it 100 percent looks best when you have devices on there because it's like ooh, isn't it cool to have your phone be floating in the air when there's no device on it it's kind of i don't know like it's pretty techy mm-hmm. like it's, it's very it very much stands out and that's the part that i don't like compared to my old one which really got out of the way which was like really just like a rounded pill you know <laughs> laying flat on the bedside table the looks aside which i think like depends like is your aesthetic or is not like i think they, they at least put attention to how it looks uh it feels very premium and it's really nice to use. Like, it's the waiting is perfect. So I can just like pick up, grab my phone without having to like hold the base or anything. It works just as intended. Like, it's, it's really nice. And I find the rubberized MagSafe part of this to be way nicer than Apple's like little puck. Because mm. Apple's one has like aluminum on it. And I feel like every time I put my phone on it, I feel like I'm scratching the back of my phone like it just doesn't feel like it's something that's made to come into contact with a glass phone all the time yeah uh and especially that i'm caseless so like maybe if i had a phone case like who cares but uh without a case it just feels like i'm constantly damaging my phone the belkin is not like that uh feels much nicer cool oh i also got the battery apple's battery pack yeah that believe it or not that's the only magsafe accessory i have Mm. except battery pack and I've been using it as effectively like my charger, bedside charger. Okay. Like I use it almost like a like a cheat charger. Interesting. Because it was like right around the time I got that, my cheat charger stopped working. Mm. It's fine. It, it was like a maybe a, a Mophie one, I think. Like I got it when I got the iPhone 10, like the first. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Cheat charger. Yeah, it was pretty old by now. Mm-hmm. So you know, not I'm not pissed that it broke. <laughs> it's fine. It had its you know uh, had its time. Uh, but then I had this. It's like, well, no need to buy a new thing. It's also white, which would match. I have that, you know, the um, the official like Apple Watch charging round station thing, UFO. Right, right. The the UFO thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have that. It's white, so I already have like a white puck on my bedside. Uh, anyway, so I see. It's okay. It's fine. But like, yeah, that's the only MagSafe thing I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the the battery pack, I actually don't have it right now. Uh, so this is a story that we haven't really like talked about. Okay. Uh, with my my support ex- experience, customer support experience at the Apple Store. Um, so let's talk about it. What happened? Yeah. So like, let's let's like rewind before I got this phone or any of this. So okay. Uh, I first, well, actually, so before buying the iPhone, right? Like after the event, and then before the pre-orders started. I was like, okay, I'm buying this new phone. Then I knew that, hey, if I'm getting this phone, I want the MagSafe accessories. I'm not really like into the wallet thing personally because I just don't want to make my phone super bulky all the time. And then, it, you know, apparently you can lose it very easily and you can only have mm-hmm. two cards or whatever in it. That's just not enough. But hey, if you lose it now, you can know where you lost it. Yeah, you will know where you lost it. Great. Uh- <laughs> and it's not like, by the way, I don't think it's, it has like an air tag in it. So no. You can't find it. It just drops a pin effectively when they detach. Yeah, exactly. That's stupid. So if someone steals it, you're done. I mean, it's better that they have that than they don't. But sure. You know, but that's it's still not the best. A bar. So yeah, I was like, okay. And probably also like when I order my iPhone, I don't also want to be adding like five different accessories to my order. Yeah. Uh, and I'm assuming as people buy their new phones, they'll probably be, like, throwing in random accessories, too. So that might just, you know, increase the time it takes for me to get them. So let me order the accessories first 
because I could order them right like before the pre-order. So I ordered right. uh, the battery thing. I ordered knowing like all the pros and cons and whatever about it. I ordered you know I ordered all the accessories first. Cool, perfect, no problem. Then the day of the pre-order, I get up here at that eight a.m which is slightly earlier than usual, but not that much. Uh, uh, but still, like, do the thing, like, you know, refresh the app, do the thing, like, buy it very quickly. I go through, make my purchase. Great. Like, I got the phone that I wanted on launch day. I pick, as usual, the in-store delivery. Uh, it's not delivery, but, like, in-store pickup. Because, and this is, like, FYI, like, if you have never done this and this is an option for you, I would highly recommend that for the future because uh, if you listen to the show, you're probably like us. And I would say like doing the in-store pickup, you trade a lot of like anxiety and stress and anticipation of your new phone for, you know, either a drive or like a you know, short walk to your nearest Apple store. And for me personally, it's 100% worth it. So if you do have the option. I just want to add to that. One risk that you take is maybe having a pretty bad flu the day of the pickup, and then you go pick up your phone, and you almost pass out at the Apple store because it turns out you're sick. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's happened to you before, right? That was the yeah, last time. My phone, that's how. Yeah, anyway. Just... But you also got to see, like, behind the scenes of the Apple store, so I don't know. I think you kind of do it on, did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I would say, like, this is a great option to, to pick. Okay, so I do all of this. Cool, perfect. I go, I don't know if I go back to sleep or I just like go have breakfast or whatever. And then I think in the evening or maybe it, it might have been like a day later or whatever. I'm like just looking, looking back at my, my order page and then I see, oh, the, the thing I forgot to mention is I also got the uh, Apple trade-in thing. Okay. Because I'm like, I hate selling my old phones. Like, this is so annoying and... Like, I felt like they, I got, like, a decent value if I did the trade-in. Um, and this is the first time that I'm doing this, so I'm like, okay, let's see. And basically what they say is they will, like, ship to you a cardboard box where you can basically, like, put your phone and then send it back. And then they will process that, and then you will get the refund. Um, so I was like, that sounds fair. Like, I know I'm getting less than I could if I sold it myself, but I hate having to sell things myself and also the COVID and everything. I was just like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to deal with this. So I'm looking at my order and so my phone is like a pickup in store. Cool, perfect. But the trade-in, the address is the shipping address is wrong. It's the uh shipping address for the Shopify office, which is closed. Like it has been closed for forever. Oh no. Which used to be my default shipping address. And I think cause the thing that I that tripped me up is I like I don't think that's set to my default address, but I think somehow the Apple Store app somehow rem- remembers like i don't know i actually really don't know how that works because like I, I think it's tied to your apple id yeah but i don't really know because i bought something i bought like all the accessories with a correct shipping address like there's just something weird about it like i don't know why when i purchased my iphone it defaulted to that, that address and in ios 15 a stupid new <laughs> Apple Pay UI where you have to scroll up and down to see all the information. Not great for reviewing things. Wow. So I totally missed that. And so I was like, crap, now this is getting to deliver to the office. I will never receive it in the office. There's no one in the office. Can we talk about just how perfect it is that you, the only person that I've ever heard complain about that Apple Pay uh, <laughs> UI, you're a victim of it, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, this this UI is so frustrating. And also, frankly, like, I was in a rush, right? Like, you're not, like, I'm not here to, like, mm-hmm. okay, like, make sure. It was like, okay, let's get through this process as fast as possible. Yeah. And I also, I think I had the confidence of, like, I just bought something on, on this app with, like, everything was correct. So I just, like trusted it and i shouldn't have so now i'm like okay gotta find like the chat support thing to get them to update my address because there's no button anywhere where i can just like update it myself so i check and then i'm like didn't apple used to have chat support and apparently i don't know if they do in some places but they certainly don't in canada anymore somehow the only thing you can do is call them and they have like uh, I forget what the the phone number is, but it's like 
one eight hundred like my Apple help or something like that. Right. As an aside, okay, I think these kinds of things like were totally an idea of a past era. Of like, oh, like you see this on a truck or something, or you see this number on a billboard, and it will help you remember what the phone number is, right? But I can't tap on one eight hundred my Apple whatever because it's not actually a phone number, <laughs> right? And so now I have to like be looking at the website and then type this out on my phone to like dial the phone number, and I have to be like, okay, like which letter? corresponds to which stupid number on the keypad it would have been so much easier to just write out the actual phone number so anyways this is an aside like if any designers are listening to this and they're like designing some kind of page like please talk people out of these cutesy like phone numbers like really like it's so much easier to just deal with a real number like it's not any how else would you memorize it it's terrible i am not memorizing it as then that's thing you need to do like let's be honest here i'm (laughs) memorizing it i'm googling for it or i'm like trying to access it from some like email or or whatever so anyway so i do i'm like fine i'm calling the service expecting that i'm gonna be on the phone waiting for like three hours and surprisingly i wait on the phone for maybe five minutes at most and then it picks up good and it's uh, yeah like i'm surprised like a real human picks up well so it's like hi i'm sam i'm a like voice assisted robot (laughs) (laughs) i'm siri's cousin (laughs) basically (laughs) show title Uh, (laughs) i understand natural language so you can talk to me like a real human person so please tell me what are you calling for today so so i'm like ah here here's the gotcha right you're like okay okay <laughs> okay wait my question now is why did it take five minutes <laughs> yeah i don't even know for an ai to yeah, pick up he <laughs> <laughs> was busy with some other stuff yeah. <laughs> so i'm like okay let's see so i like explain my situation so it's like hey so i got the trade-in thing uh and i got the wrong address so Basically, what I need is to change the address on my trade-in for my new iPhone. Did you change how you said that I spoke, knowing that it was an AI? A little bit. Like, I think I made it shorter and try to be clearer <laughs> about how I talked, but not so much. Like, I still formed, like, a full sentence. It's Okay, it was not like a Google query. Like You were not like... Hi, I'm Sam. How can I help you? Yeah, I wasn't doing Google Query. I was like, trusted Sam. I was like, this is my first try. Let's see. And I'm like, it's probably going to give me an error or it's going to be like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Let me transfer you to a real person. I trusted Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Sam. Delivery. Incorrect. Change. Address. (laughs) Right. Like, uh, no, I didn't do that. I did like a natural language thing. Mm -hmm. Because uh, it said I, I can handle natural language, so yeah. <laughs> How did it go? Uh, and the voice, honestly, like the voice quality was pretty good. Like it right. is at least Siri level, if not better. Wow. Uh, which honestly, like this could just be pre-recorded, right? Because <laughs> they like get get like True. probably the same message that everyone gets. So I do that, and then right after I I explain my problem, Simon's like, "Okay, thank you. Uh, now I'll need your." Order number. Uh, and it starts like it starts with a W or whatever. Uh, so I'm like, okay. Then I like just say out loud like what my phone number, like W, one, two, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is the real test, I guess. <laughs> like, you know, a long string of numbers. Uh-huh. And then Sam is like, perfect. Let me just look this up. And then I hear like some typing sound where the AI is like typing up a fake typing sound? fake typing sound of like uh, and it's like okay I, I see your order let me transfer you to an agent to help you with your your problem what yeah it was so cool it was like it really like sounded very natural I mean if the if he hadn't said, I'm like a, I forget exactly the exact wording, but like I'm a robot assistant or whatever. Like 
you could really be fooled into thinking this is a real human being. Wow. Like uh, you know, Siri, your cousin Sam's gunning for your job. Like, be careful. So much better. <laughs> but this is also the benefit of having a very restrained problem set, right? Where it's yeah. like there is a very clear thing that this this robot is doing. And it can, like, be entirely pre-recorded by a real human, right? And sound very real. And, like, so there's a lot of trickery that you can do. But it it was sort of like I saw it as, hey, this is kind of like the same thing as uh, Google was trying to do with their Google Duo of, like, adding these things, right? Like, the fake keyboard sound does nothing. Like, you don't need that in a world you're served by a robot AI. Right. But it was actually, actually made the experience feel a lot more human, and it, it's sort of a way to, it, it's, it's essentially like giving me a progress bar, right? Like it's like a, it's like a spinner, but like I, it yeah. feels like, okay, things are happening, things are moving along. And then I got transferred almost immediately to a real person, uh, who was super helpful. I explained to them my problem. I'm like, okay, my iPhone's a pickup, totally fine. Do not touch that. I need that to stay a pickup order. This is fine. My problem is just, the uh the trade-in has the wrong address so the guy's like okay let me like try to fix that for you and then he's like oh i see like there's a button here like i can i can change that for you he clicks a button and it's like oh it's giving me an error <laughs> so he's like yeah i don't really know why but somehow i can't really change it so it's like okay well is there something you can do he's like oh let me see he's like oh okay here's what <laughs> i need to call sam <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay here's what we're gonna do he's like the trade-in thing that is being sent at the other address just forget about it i'm gonna i'm gonna send you a new one to the new address that's fine so i'm like cool perfect like makes sense to me like uh, you know as long as you're okay about never getting that cardboard box back uh you know that's fine so it's like yep no problem so i'm gonna do that like cool perfect so i was like great like i'm super happy like great service it was quick uh very competent you know awesome uh good so hang up the phone and then later in the day i'm like okay like let me just like check make sure everything's fine and then i see oh no my phone has changed to a delivery that delivers not on friday but on monday oh no <laughs> so it, it was like the same order kind of your phone and the thing it's the same order wow. but it's changed from a pickup on launch day to a delivery on monday granted it's not months later but I, like, pre-ordered this thing, like, super early. I was like... Yeah, I'd be pissed. And I told him explicitly, do not touch this. Like, this is fine. So I'm like, fine. Call again. So I go through the same thing. Talk to Sam again. <laughs> He's still <laughs> very helpful, you know. Patch me through this person. And I talked to a person who is... I mean, they were very competent, but maybe, like, not trying to sugarcoat things for me. They were just like, no, we can't fix this you like we won't fix that like this is a policy that we can't switch it back to an install pickup. i'm like what do you mean a policy what kind of policy is this like <laughs> you screwed it up now just put it back to where it was i was like he, he was like no no we can't because like we don't know like that slot might have been now taken by someone else and i'm like yeah but you created this problem like i had this lot like a few hours ago try to talk to him he was like no uh he was like a bit rude sounds a bit aggressive and, and i was like i don't think i was out of line but he was like you keep talking about the past i want to talk about like going forward like there's there's no way that i can fix your order but you know let's just talk about like what can happen now so i'm like okay but so he's like you would what i can do is i can cancel this order for you and you can do this order again if you want to pick up and i'm like but I don't want like I'm sh surely my time slot in the pickup in, in the pickup is not available anymore. Like we're several days after the pre-order, and so I'm like, but can you check? Like, can you see? Can you can't you change it? He's like, no, I can't. I can only change it from a pickup and store to delivery, but not from a delivery to pickup and store. Like, oh God damn it! And then he's like, and I can't see the availabilities you have to do it yourself so anyways we went through this whole thing and then he was like okay the one thing i can do for you is i can throw in a free accessory like so it's like so do you want like a magsafe charger or like 
a wallet or a phone case. I was like, I don't want a phone case. I have never used a phone a case on my phones, and I'm not about to start now. And I already have, like, I already bought so many activity uh, uh, accessories. So I was like, well, you can find one that you don't want. He was like, yeah, maybe a wallet or something. Like, I really have no interest in a wallet. And then he suggested, like, the battery pack. And I was like, well, I already have one. And I, like, I told him, like, what I really want is just get my phone on time. But, like, if you're not going to be able to give me that. I was like, okay. I did, like, quick mental math on, like, what is the most expensive accessory of that like I could get? And I was like, (laughs) okay, the battery pack is probably one of the most expensive accessories. So I was like... Hey, listen, what if I just return the battery pack I have? Because he's like, he can't credit me for the one I already got. He can only send me a new one. <laughs> so essentially, basically, like, he's shipping me the this new one, and then I return the old one. So right now I'm in the window where I still haven't received the, the new free one. Got it. And I'm waiting for the old one. So that's it. That's my story. So in the same day, I had, like, the best Apple store experience, and then the worst at the same time. <laughs> wow. And then I ended up uh, being able to get, like, a, a time slot that was at 3 p.m. for launch day, instead of nine and then apparently this is another tip pretty good if you get like a, a time at a random time during the day you can still go earlier and they will still give your phone so i still ended up being able to go at nine that's a good tip yeah that's no, it's fine mvp uh was sam clearly 100 <laughs> wow that's that's kind of yeah I, I think i understand where they all come from and like how they can't do anything about it right they, they all just have like three buttons they can click and have a script right but but still uh, good thinking on your part. Quick thinking on the battery case, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get the best, <laughs> the most money I can out of this. Yeah. <laughs> if like they won't solve the problem that they created entirely by themselves, so yeah. So that's it. Well, should we get into recommendations? Let's do it real quick because I have a baby crying nonstop for the past forty minutes. Oh no! I need to help out. I can't, I can't hear it. Great. <laughs> yeah, but sorry about that. Cool. Uh, it's all right. Yeah, let's do it. Recommendations real quick. I have so many recommendations, but I think I'm going <laughs> to save some because then what's going to happen is I will have five recommendations this week and then yeah. any other <laughs> episodes I will be like, I don't know. I'm stash them. Stash them. Uh, but I can give you two today, I think. All right. So first one is an artist uh, slash album that I would highly recommend. So she's a local artist from Montreal. Her name is... Uh, Charlotte Cardin, so this is like a French sounding name, uh, but you can uh, Google or like go in Spotify or Apple Music. Uh, the album is called Phoenix. It's really amazing. I saw her in concert uh, this summer and she's just so great. We've been listening to this whole album like on repeat, basically. It's just so good front to back. And it's a local artist here from Montreal. I think she's going to become very big. Uh, very quickly i think like here she's like really popular now but not really internationally her songs are all in english so it's like very <laughs> you know very easy this is not really french. Uh, she might have one or two in french actually but right. she's really awesome and like mark my words she will become an international star very quickly canadian billy eilish not quite same style but maybe and then my second recommendation which i realize now is maybe like a few weeks old but uh, i would highly recommend white lotus i don't know if you watch it on hbo yeah i watched that uh it was fun yeah fun watch really good fun watch (laughs) this show is just like so so basically okay i should describe to people what the show what the show is about basically it's centered around this uh resort in hawaii where you have it's sort of meant to be this like super expensive like exclusive place where kind of like rich people go and you kind of see the employees versus like the rich people who go there and the different relationships between the different like couples and like families that get there and there's like lots of things that that happen uh and it's very much a I feel like a relationship show like you it's more like centered around like people and their thoughts and feelings and emotions then like there's like a million things that happen but it's just it's really well written and there's parts that are really funny and it's just i like i don't want to spoil it too much but i i think the point of view of the this like writer is like really interesting and like a very clear point of view that he's coming into this show with and is kind of trying to pass a message along uh with this and i think it's 
That was a really fun uh, fun watch. And uh, I discovered Jennifer Coolidge through this, and she's amazing. <laughs> uh, I really like her now, so she's great. Cool. Uh, yeah, I do recommend. We watched it. It's pretty fun. Uh, my recommendation is also a show. It's called Scenes from a Marriage. Hmm. It's on HBO as well. It stars Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. And there's only two episodes out. We only watched the, the pilot, and it was incredible. Really? Yeah, really good. And it's like... Uh, it's one of those shows that the acting just like hits you hmm. like, and how how good it is. And especially because the show opens with like a backstage view of the actor, Jessica, like coming into set. So you follow her into set. She hits her mark. You can see people like doing like retouching her makeup and say, all right, action. And it just starts. And so it starts like pulling you out of the immersion. Like you're very aware that this is an, an actress. Interesting. And still five minutes in you're completely immersed in that story and character hmm. it was such a i think it was such a flex of just like how good these actors are um it was really really cool and again it's still just we only watched one episode but it's it was very surprising just the quality of it nice yeah i i saw the trailer and i remember being like oh like i'm interested in this i i want to watch it but i didn't know it was out uh and it immediately made me think like <laughs> Is this the follow-on to Marriage Story? <laughs> like, it felt very like similar idea, but yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch that. I, it's very interesting. All right, I really have to go. Something's wrong. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, good. All right, we did it. I'm really glad we managed to find a time to record this. Yeah, that was so fun. Uh, this bonus episode. <laughs> I miss our chats. Same. I miss talking to you. Check out our website, layout.fm, our Twitter, layout.fm. I'm at Rafahari on Twitter. Kevin is at VernalCake on Twitter. Talk to us. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll, we'll record when we'll record. Yep. See you soon. <laughs> See you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.